0: That was quick. That was quick, Ray. Everybody wants to Eleven. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may have any every time to put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our lovely, lovely channel sponsors on Check them out in the description below. Um, today's guest is Ray, who's <laughs> he did a really, really quick, like cushion under the. So was sort of. I saw that. It was very, very quick. Well time. How are we, Ray? How are we, man? I'm good. I'm good. My tootsies are cold. So I've got floor yeah, in. yeah, mine are too. My um, my slippers are indoors. I mean, I I do this in the garage. My slip—I don't know why I didn't bring them out. Uh, I don't know. They're like um, they're like Uggs they're, they're, I call them mugs, Male Uggs. Oh, they're proper booty. Oh, I tell you what, they're living the dream, my friend, living the dream. But it's all—I so, can get away with it as well because it looks like they look like almost like workman boots, but they're not. They're Uggs.
1: Yeah, I I almost bought a pair. Yeah. And then, like um a couple of my girls, because I work at ugly they they walked yeah. into the shop uh, at the same time as me. They see me picking them up and looking, and they go, "Ray, put them back." Oh no! I was like, no, "Why? They're great. They're comfy." They were like, "Put them back." They so are. I, couldn't, I couldn't buy them in the end. I was gutted. Oh,
0: made a made a critical Ooh. error there, right To be honest, I mean, we had um. Uh, I was I, Chris, Chris Skull was putting his own on his Insta the other day. He bought some fake ones and um, <laughs> he's <no> market. <laughs> I don't know, he did him like one of these, you know, like not wish, but something like that. And uh, yeah, the fact that it came with a, a list of instructions of not what to show on the uh, on the sort of the, the 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 reviews. So he's like, do not show this logo here or this logo here or this logo here because they're basically <laughs> fake. Um, yeah like oh fucking hell! So oh awesome. dear but he got some decent ones finally so he got some moccasin ones they were quite nice anyway welcome to slipper chat um yeah yeah <laughs> maybe maybe it's a new it's a new uh new thing it's a new area we should be, be pursuing slipper chat
1: i yeah. think
0: well i'm not being really funny all the shows you do on bloody american hammers network you could probably do another one and no one would know would it
1: exactly uh and again don't forget two spanners one hammer
0: two spanners one hammer yes uh, yeah yeah with, with shot i mean i've done that one before when that was fun that was a good fun and uh how are we ray how are we in terms of this world we world we live in now are you well
1: i'm up north as you know uh based in liverpool which is you know a territory i always worry i get robbed i never no i'm not joking it's no. actually all right <laughs> no, it's nice. i like liverpool i've always Bye. liked liverpool I know. I actually like Liverpool. I like that they can have the banner as well. They can take yeah. in. Yeah, they give it as well as they as they take it. So that's nah, good fun. Lockdown, nothing to do. Bored, stuck in home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can see. That's Liverpool City Centre. So, nice. Yeah, just waiting for it all to reopen now. And I imagine what it
0: will do. Obviously, the old uh, the old restaurants gonna be a bit busy because everyone want to go out and have something sweet, won't it?
1: Yeah, um, but. I don't know if you know the concept of karaoke. It's more like drinking and dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're talking about us not being able to sell yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, i call it, it's open. Yeah. Like you might, you might bankrupt some. There's, there's a lot of bars that are struggling and that. Yeah. Um, they're going to be bankrupt and you know, if we're, lucky enough, we serve food as well, so we've got a brilliant kitchen. Um, so we might be able to, you know, just pay the bills we get by um and as i said liverpool liverpool people are actually really good and our landlords a local Liverpool lad as well and like he's sorted of us basically well out with the rent and all that kind of stuff there's if he weren't as nice as what he was we'd be screwed but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: well i think i think it's, i think it's time here and it's like you know where people help each other out now gonna come back in kind later on in life in it and later on in the so you know if you know oh, I helped you out now and so I think it's I think it's right that they should be helping you guys out because otherwise you know if you guys folded they'd be y't they would be y they would not be able to get a, another bloke in the place in will they, were, they were we'll to cover that so right. yeah. so yeah that's no, all good man it's nice Where, whereabouts is coyote ugly in, in compared to I don't know like Liverpool one for example
1: so um we're literally just down the road from Liverpool one We are on the same street as um, Liverpool Central train station. I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're just up the road on Bowl Street. So if you look at a church at the top of the hill, we're like halfway up. Um, Opposite Greg's. So Always useful. Yeah. (laughs) Get on well with the girls at Greg's because they sort me out every now and again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear.
0: Yeah, a little sausage roll here, sausage roll there. That's no. what I like. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe you feel fruity, you go for I don't know, a sausage and bean melt.
1: Nah, nah, nah. It's no, no, no. Mainly a steak
0: mate. Steak steak
1: bake. Bake. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah,
0: yeah. I I I was really impressed with the facts that when I was in I went to Iceland the other day and they had like all the Greg's stuff in there. And it was it was, well. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Pastry Watch. <laughs> 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 but, but, you know, talk exactly we just do anything but talking about like, let's talk about west ham obviously you know thankfully despite the fact that you know you're a bit bored and um the restaurant and the hospitality business is on its ass and things like that yeah we west ham are not which is a great thing
1: yeah <laughs> it is a really good thing
0: it is it's one of those things where i i you know it's it's small mercies that's the way i sort of count it and you know small victories and the fact that you know we're not in God, could you imagine if we had, like, last season's season now it would have been like, oh, I don't don't know. what I'd, I don't think I'd cope. Honestly, I don't think I'd cope. It's the one thing we don't have to worry about now, which is lovely. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things now, I think, with West Ham where, you know, it's funny. It was ridiculous the other day, like, with Liverpool and the Liverpool-Man City game was on. And I was like, oh, that's a good result for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. what a season we're having when we're complaining that, you know, or we're, we're happy that Liverpool uh losing against Man City. And we're like, yeah, we're up there. Come on, Champions League. Yeah,
0: exactly. No, it's good, man. It is good. And it's just like, I just, it's, yeah. And obviously we had the, we had the, sh- the shitter with the FA Cup the other day, but I think now, you know, back to one game a week, I think it's going to suit us now. Don't you? I think we've had so much, get so many football games. I just think we've gone a bit, like fatigued. that's 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 what I saw. It looked like we got you know, we need like a week's rest now each game, so hopefully, who knows, man? Who knows? Where do you think we'll finish right at the end of the season? Where do you think?
1: I don't know, I'm kind of nervous because of like the news or Bonner's out four weeks now, isn't he? Something like that, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I mean, the center back position, I'm not as
0: fussed about it to be honest because I think we've yeah. got enough cover, but you know, if you, if you know, if you, where, where do you predict? We're going to start doing this now. Where do you predict we're going to be at the end of May? I think
1: I think six. I, I, want, I want to yes. say six. I want to say a comfortable six. Yes. And, and that's, you know, I hope we end up there. I hope we end up at six because like, it's, it will say what kind of season that we had. I'm just a bit concerned that it's going to be one of them seasons where you know, we're flying high, we're buzzing, mm-hmm. and then we get out of the FA cup. And then we start dripping their performances, you know, people getting tired, injured, you know. It's worrying because that squad is so thin in certain areas of mm. need. Um, you know, Decker deck Rice or Suchek goes and we're, I don't think Noble will be able to do it as much, you know, as much as I love Noble.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I think, you know, I think Noble's role, and actually, I don't even think, it, I think, you know, Evans has got one season left. Or I think he's got a couple of seasons if he plays his sort of 15, 20-minute you know close the closing man you know the guy who you know like in a re- like the old restaurant bar business the guy who comes in <laughs> towards the end and does all the closing and and shuts all the the glass washer down and you know it, that's that yeah. job and i think that's going to be i think that's going to be mark Noble's job to be honest and i don't think it'll be bad I'll job the pot washer <laughs> pot washer oh god yeah the pot washer glass collector oh yeah <laughs> Don't forget to drain it down and leave, obviously, yeah. undone. And you can say the ice work at a restaurant, yeah. And so, yeah, don't forget to leave it all down to air dry overnight. Um, and no, I think so. And I think I think sixth is achievable. You know, I was looking at I was looking at where we are now. So, thirty nine points, the same as we were last year for the whole season. Um, and I reckon there's still about a good twenty twenty five points we can get by the end of the season. So, I mean, last year I think fifty nine was sixth. I think spurs are 59th or something like that with yeah. six or six or 59th and i think so yeah i reckon six six i think and that'd be phenomenal compared to last season <laughs> you, know, I think, you know for me now for me now it's not necessarily where we finish this season and i, I sound so wanky but it's where we finish next season's what i'm bothered about now because like this season you know we'll we'll be at least 10th this season you know and, and that's a fantastic up you know hopefully it'll be sixth and, but between sixth and tenth will be but next season's the season i'm worried about because like every year we have when we have a good season we have three crap seasons yeah. in it so you know our, before this season the, the the best season after before then would the, probably been the last season at the bowling i'd imagine um so we'll see in moise we trust ray in moise we trust
1: I know. And I'm not well a fan of Moyes at the start, and I must admit, you know, there's still elements that I question. Yeah, you know, sure. But how far has West Ham come when we're almost relegated last season to complaining that we might finish six this season? It's, it's crazy to exactly. think. But you got to love it.
0: you got to love it. And I think it's... And that's like when, when the whole transfer window came and went and you know, came and went, so to speak, and everyone was like, oh, my God. But it's like last season we were desperate for players to keep us up um and obviously sue and boeing came in and basically saved our season yeah. this year we want players to improve our league position and it's a different mindset so it's like oh my god you know it's not it's annoying that we haven't got but i'd rather this invest the money in the summer if that's what Moyes wants to do and you know he's and i saw to a guy yesterday actually about it and Moyes isn't like he hasn't got his head in the sand he knows antonio's hamstrings are like you know rubber or oh, no well, the opposite, you know, well, they're something they're, they're very loose. Um, so he knows that's the risk. So he's got some. Uh, my assumption is that there, there's a there's a plan B and C in his head, and hopefully we'll yeah. see we'll see <laughs> plan C. But you know, it's one of those things where I'm not too fussed. We haven't got the striker in that everyone thought we needed to get. I'd rather get the one he wants in the summer because he's done well with the guys he's brought in. You know, yeah. so he knows what he's doing, does old Moisi, and that's why you and me are sitting here doing this.
1: And he's a Rush Green
0: training the yeah. first team.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And I'm, I'm the same as you. Like a lot of uh, people have been moaning about um, not getting a striker in in the January transfer window. Yeah, and like, I'm like, okay, I understand it because like they want us to finish as high as we possibly can. And um, yeah, you know, it may be a case that yeah, you know, if we've got someone in, we might. You know God forbid, get in the Champions League. Now, I don't, I don't realistically think that's a, a guarantee, but you know, yeah. the hopes is there. Where I find out that if we can get the right striker in a January transfer window, uh, sorry, in the summer transfer window, yeah, don't cost us like the ends of the earth, and because I'm also concerned about you know the aging players that we already got. You know? yeah, again. Yeah. We, we need someone else in central midfielder, you know, either to replace Suchek or Rice or to back them up yeah. and, you know, push them onto moving up to that next level. Um, yeah, and, you know, left back still kind of an issue with me, but then you see Ben Johnson playing really well and I'm like, come oh, well, on oh, Johnson, that's yours to take it is it
0: is and i think i think also i think you know when you look at the team it's like you know we were all going oh let's get in i don't know diego costa or you know or or Giroud, and that's what we used to do that was old west ham you know spend a lot of money on a player who's not i'll say he's the break go out before sign in tomorrow but you know spend a lot of money on wages and signing on fees for players who, who are past it you know and actually that's not West That's not us anymore. Now we're hungry. We 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 get players from, you know, the Czech leagues or, or from the Championship who are hungry, and and that's I think the right success, the right recipe for success for West Ham. You know, get hungry players in who are going to fight for the shirt because that's what we ask for, really, isn't it? Someone who's going to just put the shirt on and have a go all the time, not going to be, you know complacent with with effort and stuff and you know the guys he's brought in you can't you know you can't fault their effort you know so um yeah we'll see what happens we'll see what happens it's exciting think- though isn't it it's
1: exciting though i must it must is. admit Do you think he's gonna get one or two strikers in january and uh, so?
0: who knows i think he's i i, I think he's I, personally i think he wants the guy from sevilla and uh, Seville rather um you know the l i can't remember his name yeah. but i've been watching him <laughs> a lot since and he does seem to fit that mold in terms of pacey and we'll just hound defenders and do a lot of chasing and chase down the lines he does seem like that type of i like him i also like the guy from Brentf- brentford um yep. tony i think he's a good shout and i think the fact that we've given them you know winston reed on loan and we've just given them 28 30 million pounds six months early as well than we said we're going to give it to them might help wow <laughs> Might help, in it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we, we screwed them over in, all, in the summer, really, to be honest, in the summer transfer window. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've given it six months. I didn't think about it till now, but we've given them that money six months early as well. So that might help. You know they get a bit more money in the old interest payments and stuff it might help what come you know if they don't go up you know in the summer then we might get tony and i think he's a good player and i, I think uh, armstrong or blackburn i think you exactly. know it's, it's two or three which are really good but we'll see what happens moise knows moise as, as he knows he said what's what's happening so in terms of who he wants to go for we hope so uh yeah. anyway yeah <laughs> we'll see but anyway you, you lot talk about all that stuff anyway on your shows all yeah, the modern all the <laughs> stuff that's what you do, you know, on you know, Hammer you the Point it, or whatever. Yeah. What is it about American Hammers Network that most of the shows are run by English people? I know. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> it's crazy.
0: I know. And even the ones that are not not in the UK are still English as well with Adam and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. Actually, I was on Adam's show yesterday. I was on Hammer's Shots yesterday, which was quite fun. Uh, semi-final, three to, the, three to the final, me versus Rob Banks.
1: Nice. Yes,
0: Poor Dan, I felt so sorry for Dan though. He was he was it was very crestfallen by the end. um Yeah, bless him. I did. Sort <laughs> of him. I, was, I was in the zone. I was like in the zone. I felt really bad. It was Hangman, you know. I get in Dowey straight away. You know, it's like yeah, boom, <laughs> boom, believe it, boom, boom, boom. But no, I, I love all that stuff. It's great. And I, and I think you know, obviously you know you you got the hammers, the, hammer the hammer the point stuff, and and I said you know it's two two um two hammers, one spanner. Whatever it's to have. I can't remember. Sorry, Charlie, I yeah. the name of it, but. It, it's great because you know you interact with all the american guys and you know you really have an appreciation of how big our fan base is outside of the uk
1: mm. um it is massive isn't it, it is huge. I, it's huge huge like you think about it, we've even got fans in new zealand yeah like, one yeah, my, yeah, one of my um pop boys who went traveling he was just like oh i know a few west ham fans in new zealand i was like crazy and then you remember like they went out with Prince Reed and done the tour around new zealand yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that um and you know the history of west ham club you know green street and all that it brings on a lot of fans That's you amazing. know and you know it does it works so it does it does but
0: uh, yeah green street is, is surprising particularly for american hammers it seems as, as you know it's sort of you know, he had lots of lots of American hammers on on the show, and you know, the Fresno Irons, and you know, and Jason from Chicago, and David, and and obviously Lee and Tim and all them lot. And yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it It's funny how why people pick West Ham because some people have, have generally you know, just picked West Ham. You know, they had to pick a team and they picked West Ham. Like like Justin picked West Ham because he's a Cubs fan and the Cubs won one fuck all. And then West Ham won fuck all. It's like brilliant. I love it. Or, or, um, or Katie, you know, the Philly, you know, she picked because similar sort of blue collar club and, yeah it's brilliant it's really and i've i had this appreciation never had an appreciation of our fan base outside of essex really Essex and london to be fair until starting to do this and um yeah mass- absolutely massive she's brilliant but you ray um the first question i ask uh, the 18 minutes in that's a new record um, on. question one is why are you a hammer mate what's your story what's your origin story if you was an
1: avenger so um i don't know if i've yeah um I'm originally from Dagenham, yeah. so local lad down the road. Uh, my stepdad uh, was a hammer. My granddad was a hammer. Most of my family were hammers. So, like, all school friends, West Ham fans, you know. I, I didn't have a choice, really. It was just DNA. <laughs> and uh, do you know what? I don't mind it. So, like, yeah. I kind loved it. Um, so, I remember, like, first time kicking a ball around when I was, like, in my infant school, like, and just, like, bit talking about all the players then like just craziness, trying trying to do little tricks when you're like about six years old as a footballer not being able to do it with the, with the soft spongy balls
0: back in the day oh no. yeah the, the, the balls you could almost you could stand on um yeah. and then if it was really wet yeah you've got one of those in the face oh oh oh, oh good not it was horrible and then the, you'd get bits falling off it and like it's usually they're usually blue and yellow weren't they and so you'd have like a ball which was like that with like a massive divot in it which was just yeah. someone's ripped it off <laughs> oh. i mean, it
1: was, had no chance back in the bay. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: they'd, they'd go to get it and it'd squash through their hands and they'd just be covered in water they'd be like oh, oh. oh dear oh well great days um so yeah so obviously you know it's, it's all geographical and, and family and and we were yeah. just chatting beforehand um you 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 sort of were reminiscing and you were going back and watching your your first game you saw which yeah. was west ham wrexham yeah in the fa cup in
1: 1992 living the dream living the dream and um yeah like i i was watching it and i was looking at the uh the wrexham plow i can't remember his name but he looks like one of the cartoon characters that i've seen Mm-hmm. he's got like long hair he's like short oh, what's his name i forgotten his name now uh <laughs> he was one of their best players i can't remember his name but it looked like uh, it's a cartoon character. i can't remember the cartoon but anyway
0: mm-hmm. never mind but um wear pants you carry them
1: yeah they're the characters that we used to have back in the day you know Brilliant. amazing
0: <laughs>
1: and it's like
0: and it's one of those things when you know you said you were, you were only a young top really then um and then that's it, you know, once you're in, you're in with these things, isn't it? So I haven't met anyone who said, I went to my first game, it was all right. Mm. I didn't bother going back. Everyone's once they're in the hooks and they will see for you, you know, youngster going to this game so many years you do, there's probably about twenty-five thousand people there, probably, twenty twenty-five. You've probably never seen that many people in in one space, you know. And I forget how scary that must be for a kid. Going into this environment. You know, we're used to it now. Well, you're not, not used to it now because there's fuck we get there's no one at the ground anyway, though, above me. But yeah. you sort of you get used to seeing sixty thousand people in that London stadium like it's nothing. That's a huge yeah. amount of people watching watching a team. Um
1: and also you're right. team, um I went up my first game, I it was all standing, wasn't it? So sure. it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I went with like my um, cousin and a partner. Uh, they got me a ticket. It was only like five pound, I think, back in the day. It was So yeah. cheap, it was crazy because it's FA Cup. And because I, I was so small, like I couldn't really see. So they were like, I'd "Go down the front, just we will keep an eye on you. Just wave at us, and then just stay there until the end." So I was like, "Come through, come through, come through!" I just like, "Got right to the front," and just stood all there. Um, and this is what I used to love about West Ham is because they're friendly um the stewards there and all the people around us they were like oh go on go on get to the front and i right, said to yeah. the stewards i think it was in the second half i was like oh can i jump up and just sit on there and they they literally was like as long as you sit there don't move don't try and run on the pitch just sit there you can behave yourself and do it and like me i and they allowed me to do it so like me and a couple of the other kids done it as well and that's what they used to love they they just let you do that as long as you behaved yourself and didn't take a mick yeah. it was a friendly
0: atmosphere crazy isn't it? when you think about it it's like when we had like obviously the, the world we live in now unfortunately and it's like you know like letting your kid go down the front with you know the all these people you don't know um it's just yes yeah, it's, it's weird i mean i'd never let my, my my daughter's eight and it's like god if i leave her within you know an arm's length it'll be like i, I couldn't do it it's, it's 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 horrible how the world's changed like that isn't it in terms of that but yeah as you said it was like and also as a young kid you know hearing like swear words and stuff like that you know might the first time you could properly swear and get away with it really without anyone hearing um that's what i used to love about going to the football <laughs> i remember once we took, we, took, we, took one of, we took one of my brother's mates one day i remember and um and he was the first game and everyone was like oh the referees you know and then it, it all just went as he went quiet he shouted out Wanker, and everyone literally stopped and just <laughs> <laughs> just went completely red oh matt pryke is probably watching oh, it was so funny so so funny but I, that's but that's a, that's what football was all about then wasn't it and that's what football is all about i think you know you do the do the shows obviously you know we watched you do the you know you do the mods for charlie and stuff and and the watch alongs and that's fantastic but it's that interaction it's that you know, meeting your mates for a pie and it's going on the boats, gonzos with the gonzo and Gio or supporters clubs. And I think that's the thing which people have missed considering they've been going. I mean, some people be going for 50, 60 years. And for the last year, they haven't gone.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think it's such a huge part of people's lives. I mean, you know, more of it. I mean, obviously, we interview lots of people. West Ham plays a really significant part in a lot of people's lives. And, you know, the sooner we can all get back and start having a giggle and forgetting not even really bothered about the result it's about going out before and after and it win or lose go on the booze you know it's um
1: exactly, yeah,
0: it's it's a, it's a sad thing it's a sad thing but I mean, people are trying you know i mean as you said you know with the shows and things like that everyone gets together and you know and it's at least there's some sort of banter going around and that's that's what people really really miss <laughs> yeah but there's there's this buzz there is a buzz i mean you you go on the watch alongs and the last sort of six months particularly there's been this buzz around west ham and and you know everyone wants to jump on and and talk and you know lots more people are starting up youtube channels and podcasts yeah I, i think it's great though i love it i think it's really interesting and everyone wants there's everyone wants to listen to other people's opinions and stuff and um and I just think, you know, <laughs> and the fact is, because we're winning, I don't think if we were winning or doing so well, there'd be so much interest in West Ham at the moment. But hey, hey ho! As you said, you know, you have early '90s long-suffering fan, you know, plenty of relegations and promotions, and uh, and what I like, Ray, your your time, the way you, when you started was a similar to my my starting period. So it's like we had sort of similar reference points, which is great. Um, and as you said, once you're in, you're hooked, isn't it? And then that's it. it. You're done. You're done in, man. I mean, you get up at three. I don't know what time. Yeah, midnight. weather to do a bloody American Amherst show in it. That's that takes commitment, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, lucky enough because my
1: job, I, and I was up that not late at night. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four o'clock in the morning, and like in my whole history of my career, I've always been a night owl more than a day yeah. owl.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you yeah. It doesn't, don't sound so noble about it now, mate, to be honest. You could have just oh. like, yeah, I know. It's like I set my alarm, you know. <laughs> now it's like, well, I'm, actually, I'm, up, I'm up anyway. I'm up anyway, so, yeah, what else to do, so.
1: <laughs> it's harder now, though, during lockdown, because, like, I'm up earlier now, because I'm not work yeah. So, but yeah, I'll still try and make it try and bring the noble back <laughs> yeah exactly yeah just trying to you you
0: you so cross glass bit of straws to be honest to be honest right yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hashtag,
0: hashtag just saying right um yeah and obviously since then you know and 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 what what got you involved in that all the the youtubey side you know what what, what was what was the catalyst yeah remember going oh i'm gonna start doing stuff around
1: youtube right so i i i um I, I was just watching. What was it? Um, I used to watch the free hours back in the day. Like, yeah. I just like, I don't know where it was, but I just saw something on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, let's have a look at that." And mm. I started watching free Hammers. I quite liked it, and um and that they were a good bunch. And I really. Yeah. Then I started watching. um Who's the ginger guy that don't do it anymore? What's his name? Oh, I used to. Oh, what's his name? Uh, hammer, um,
0: uh, ah, oh.
1: yeah, oh, oh, so Yeah, annoying. I,
0: yeah. I want to say hammer, it's not hammer, hammer talk, hammer, and,
1: oh, hammer and Hammer nail, it's something like that, isn't
0: it? Yeah, 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 something like yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't yeah. do it anymore.
1: No, he doesn't do it now. I, I, I really liked ease because ease, it was quite funny at the time, yeah. and then I started, um, watching, um, Cup of Tea with yeah. God's. Yeah. And that's when I started was getting really into it and watching it every time I had a, a show on. Um and then um I was watching American Hammers one one time and I got a message saying, Do you want to come on the show? Do you want to do it? So I was like, I was in my, my little office with Cody, and I was like, Oh, yeah, do a bit bit, bit fun. I'm, yeah. I'm not working now, so I just I should do it. So I've just done it. And then um tim messaged me about doing a show and i was just like yeah let's do it um or not doing a show but coming on joining the shows and doing on chat and then he asked me if i'd do my own show um so i kind of just done it and like i thought i'd just get used to it with that so and then charlie uh, geo asked me i met geo and uh nikki um they come down to Cody, we had a fantastic night and then uh, Geo said do you want to come and do a show with us on uh, our patrons pouch, yeah because i I like charlie i got with him during the american hammers so yeah let's do it come on let's get on there brilliant (laughs) i love it the youtube family
0: now yeah it's funny isn't it it all just like how you, it is like it is a bit like it is like a family isn't it really definitely it's definitely like a you know as you said particularly you know everyone has their own little facts obviously american hammers family and you have the hammers Chat family and the westland fan team and Iron united and everyone has their own little families it's lovely and i'm I'm a single parent so i'm on my own um, <laughs> i'm just on my own sometimes my daughter gets involved if she wants to <laughs> if she wants some robux or something like that she'll get involved for five minutes um no but it's great isn't it? I, I i love it i love just sitting there chatting about west ham and listening to people talking about it it's great everyone has a different opinion and you like listening to different opinions and that's why that's yeah. why i think this that's why i think there's so many ways because west there's always something to talk about west ham that's why there's so many west ham youtube channels um i i, I don't think there's i, I don't know what's I don't know, uh Southampton people talk about Southampton fans talk about. I don't I can't see there being too many Southampton YouTube channels. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's always something to talk about at West Ham. I think it's brilliant. That's why I love it, man. Um right, okay, let's let's move on and talk about the Hammers Eleven. Because I think this is gonna be interesting. So obviously everyone we have on the channel, um Bar uh Harry Rednappy and Bishop and Nigel Coker mm-hmm. um, gave their eleven so from the from the fans perspective the idea is you pick an 11 from the people that you are alive to see play so yeah. otherwise everyone would have put probably more in their team and unfortunately less and less people but still will be more play so um you can pick whoever you want whatever criteria you want doesn't matter but you have to be alive to see them play that's it simples it's, it's that easy he says um right okay so uh let's start off between the sticks who will be in goal for raymundo 11.
1: right so yeah i've I've seen a few of our keepers and yeah we've had some great keepers yeah you know, green you've had a Hislop who almost made the team yeah david james because you know some of them p- players are really good but he, he weren't the best but he was my best and that's ludo mcclosco i loved him
0: yeah and i mean i mean he was he was he was the keeper when you i mean you know for years for your first, your early your formative years of being a West Ham fan, Ludo was the keeper, wasn't he? Ludo um, keeper, and he just had a he had the song. He was you know he was he was a foreign player, so again quite unusual for for the for us um, and 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 for and for, the, and for football, you know there wasn't a, a wealth of foreign based players there, and he was just just there. Was he was there for ages?
1: He just seemed to be in goal for West Ham for years, yeah, years yeah. and years, years and years. I don't think he. I don't remember ever seeing a game back then when he wasn't playing. He was always yeah. playing, just constantly playing, and I I should love it. And and again, going back to the FA Cup thing, I remember the chicken run all shouting Ludo Ludo, and yeah, you know, just you get little. I got little ghost bumps already doing it. Yeah, it's just- yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's true, and you just smile when you think of Ludo, don't you? You just yeah. smile. He's one of those players just made you smile. Okay, Ludo's in goal. Good start. All right okay let me write that down because i'll forget okay Ludit mcclosco he comes from near prague um that's how it should have sung um right okay Ludo's in goal. uh right okay let's go let's let's go let's go left back i think left back might be quite an easy one for you as well then your time period um brass rats of
1: course um <laughs> okay so it's gotta be cra- no it's not really cross uh, <laughs> ask me things there's no other man apart from deco you know. Uh, and i don't I remember, I remember like um just going to see him in the games he was hard he was doing the cross tackles and um, like what when, when i was playing it back in school we had a kid who we always used called deco because uh he still the a slide attack. He was like a short, stocky guy back in the day, uh, just taking people out. And we just love that. And, and that's what Jimmy Dix is. And I remember shouting at Andy Gray at TV on Sky Sports ones Yeah, he didn't mean to do that. Why is he being sent off? <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: And uh, and obviously now you styled your hair on him, so it's 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 you know did have much choice. <laughs> I know, I know, it's awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but he was. I mean, Julian's great. Obviously, we've had him on the channel as well, and he to a lot of people in Arsenal sort of generation, he was he was their idol. Um, no, you know, yeah, he was their. Yeah, that's right, he was their idol. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, obviously, your game, your Wrexham game. I think, I think, Morley scored and Julian. So he yeah. was on the first goals you saw score, same as me. He, he was, Julian was the first person I saw score at West Ham, um, and yeah, it's Julian Dix, isn't it? It's just Julian Dix. The story's all true about him as well, you know, in terms of how he'd never trained and his warm-up would be sitting in a bath with his shorts on and his shoes on and drinking a liter and a half of Coke and then go and uh, play 90 minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Amazing. Amazing, bro.
1: Absolutely fantastic. I
0: I loved him. (laughs) Yeah, we did. We loved Julian. Right, okay, we'll put Julian on the left back. Let's go. Let's go right back. he will be on the right back
1: position? see I found this one this was the hardest position for me to pick yeah um and I end up going with Glenn Johnson in the other in the end um I know he was only worse for one season, but I have this feeling you' you'll get to see this as my team gets yeah said it's like i love I love the youth players coming through our system yeah. I, I can't it's nothing more satisfying for me to see you know players coming at through the ranks and you know as you see by the team i've got if we kept them players at that time who knows where we'd be right now we would be yeah. it's craziness but yeah it was get glenn johnson just picked it um for me yeah that's
0: yeah. it yeah no, yeah yeah totally get that and and i think he was he was on his blaze you know that, that time of, the, of, of west ham sort of history so to speak where you had you know, these this, this phenomenal conveyor belt of of young players come through the academy with with the sort of dread in the background that how long have we got until he has to be sold? Do you know what I mean? We had like Rio and him and Frank and Joe and Carrick and, da, 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 and Jermaine. All these players like, yeah, he's brilliant. How long yeah. have we got with him? And it's horrible. Yeah. And it's sort of how we think a little bit about Declan at the moment in that he's an amazing player. But in the back of our head, we're thinking – don't think he's going to be here forever it's a horrible feeling but it's uh it, it, that's why you have to enjoy these players when they play for your club because you can't wait you can't think about that because i think i think Glenper only played about i don't know 20 less than 20 games for us i think before he was off ski um and he went on loan to millwall as well which people forget as well so uh but yeah no glenn johnson top bloke top bloke definitely agree with that right okay we'll put Glenny in let me write that down so we've got uh dixie on the left Glenny on the right first center half who we got who we got
1: right so i i i love this guy it was one of the best defenders that i ever saw live it might have been i just loved him and that was alvin martin i just love alvin him martin I get, I get another like hard hitting defender uh and i used to love that i remember i can't remember what game it was but um i remember him getting a cut on his head and he it was like a terry butchers kind of style that he had he He was just soldiering on and i I used to love it
0: yeah got nowhere but we don't care yeah alvin Alvin, and again he's like one of those players you know you think you know i think if you looked at the beginning of his career he was like he'd come down from come down from merseyside and you know he he was like young um, but then he sort of stayed at the club and became a legend and still lives around the area and was yeah. like an adopted Cockney anyways, I mean, he's, his grandson goes to my daughter's school. So sometimes he does the, He does the old school run, um, which is always bizarre to see. Um, it's
1: Alvin Martin. <laughs> I loved about, uh, last season and it was the moment of the season was him and his son just hugging yeah. and, you know, oh man of the match performance that you put in are oh, in the in the states i i that, that's the kind of thing that i loved about west ham back in the days. Them, them little moments because we don't get many let's be honest no. moments like that you know moments when we beat man united or moments when we we, we stop them from winning the championships it's crazy I mean, he's one of those
0: ones as well you know Albie martin at first it's crazy to think that was last year I know. Do you know what I mean? Someone mentioned that. Oh, I remember when we had Roberto in goal. Oh, yeah. It's cut the... that was last year. That like, the world has gone so crazy. Last season that happened, it was mental. But uh, yeah, that was just like that was great on you know a personal level for him and his son. It was great on a you know, professional level. The fact that his son got his dream to play in the Premier League and then the West Ham level as well. The fact is, it's a it's a legend watching his son play. Playing a blinder as well, as well for against Chelsea, it was just one of those moments which will be played again and again and again in 15 20 years' time, won't it? Because it's epitomized yeah. West Ham and what it meant to some people. Um, right, okay, let's put Alvin Alvin Martin in. Who's he going to partner, right, in the centers? Uh,
1: maybe no surprise, but Rio Rio, Fernandes. Rio. Rio, Rio, um, again, another youth prospect coming through the ranks. Um, I used to love Rio. And yeah, it was the same when I was watching um, Glenn Hoddle was talking about Rio back in the day when he was playing under Harry. And yeah. I, he was saying how he was talking to Rio about getting a ball and bringing it out from the back. And there was a couple of times through West Ham when it, he'd done it. And he's literally running through the whole team and had a couple of shots on target. I was just like, I used to love that. And I think, I feel like we kind of lost. I, again i think it's was some of our other youth players we kind of lost some of their the sparkle with how they developed and stuff yeah we on to win championships upon championships and titles on titles and um but i just them little things that west ham could have had mm. you know, yeah yeah you know, rocks brilliant i, I know that. what you mean
0: i know what you mean he sort of like he lost that i see obviously yeah We can't <laughs> he can't criticize his career he's an incredible career but Yeah. um well, he he lost you know he didn't i think going to Man united i mean at leeds he didn't lose it but i think man united fergie was like you're a defender defend and that's what you lost. i think if he had that sort of coming forward you know he, he was going to be the next bobby moore wasn't he and the next sort of you know Barese and that type of player you would have put him in that bracket because he had that ability um but yeah, I mean, yeah. Who, who who are we to judge? The man had an incredible career, but it's got to be nice. We brought it out a bit more. Um, right, okay, there we go. So we have got goalkeeper back for. Let's go midfield. Let's go. Uh,
1: let's go left midfield. Left midfield. Well, I've got I've gone for attacking wingers, not really left. Nice. Did you want to do centre mid first? Go on, let's do centre mid first. Go on. Right. So again, two youth players. I'll give you the first one, Michael Carrick. I love yes. Michael. Um, and there's a couple of other things that I used to love about Michael Carroll. The fact that he signed a new contract with West Ham, even though we got relegated. Yep. Um, uh, and he, I think he turned down the Newcastle um, job. Um, Sounds familiar, yeah. 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 I, 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 I might be wrong, so forgive me if I am. But I just remember he turned down um, going to Newcastle, his boy a club, to stay at West Ham because we have got relegated. And he didn't want to leave us in a lurch at that point, and for that, like I used to lo- I-, I loved him for that forever. Yeah. And I-, I was always excited to see him play the long balls as well because he-, he could do a diagonal pass quite smoothly and definitely, oh, yeah.
0: And no, yeah. One of, he was one of those players who. I mean I never saw Trevor Brookin play, but what when people talk about Trevor Brookin, you know, he wasn't the quickest player, um, but he always had time. He always just made time and, and Carrick was the same, you know, he just made time. I didn't I, I can't remember him I'm sure he did, but I can't remember him sort of, you know, getting caught too often on the ball. Um he was one of those players who everywhere he's gone. He, the team he's just left have never replaced him really so he never replaced him tottenham never replaced him man united never replaced him um one of those players i think which gets i call him i call him the seven out of ten players you know what i mean so it's like he'll always get seven out of ten yep. and therefore people will forget about him because he's got seven out of, you know, i call it the tim breaker approach so yep. everyone forgets about tim breaker but he was he was brilliant for us but he was seven out of ten every game he wasn't an eight he wasn't a nine. He wasn't a four. He wasn't a nine he wasn't a four he was seven so he was just there um but yeah that mickey carrick was great wasn't he he was great and again he should have got more, a lot more england caps that's for sure as well um okay so we got we got mickey carrick in the in the middle who who else is going to be in the middle anyway declan rice can't be anyone De- else for me declan rice let me find old Decky boy there he is declan tell me about declan rice if you don't know already
1: oh yeah like i again another youth prospect that come through there the fact that he got rejected from chelsea come to us and then just build his crew out from there you know um i i could you know I, I remember um the time when he ducked his head under the ball and it, joe hart was in goal and it, it went past joe hart and into the back of net i could see his frustrated and angry with himself devastated <laughs> Like, I, I was more endeared to him because I used to love that. And like yeah. just the way he's come back from that and he's grown, he's processed. Oh, yeah, I actually really love Declan. So I love, I love the him. fact that I love the fact that he just
0: there's no hairs and graces about Declan Rice. Yeah, you know if he's if he's really pissed off with the result, you'll see it in his face. If he's really happy, you'll see it in his face. And the way he interviews and stuff like that, it's so refreshing to see that. Because I'm sorry, it's so refreshing to see it because people usually are so shit scared not to uh, yeah to be, oh yeah, we've had a great game and the boys played well. Blah, blah, blah. Declan is just like if he's happy, he's happy, if he's, he's buzzing, you know, and
1: there's something really special about that,
0: I think. Yeah. Um especially he,
1: when you dance he dancing and when yeah. he got scared by Mason Mount and when he went down the pub and saw the West Ham fat, just little things like that just makes, it makes you blossom to
0: him. Oh, I mean, we we were talking before we started about, you know, the old school and the, so he said the Monkers and and yeah. there's there's a bit about Declan, I think, in that, in the fact that he's genuine. Yeah. And I think we, you know, football now is so uber professional that anyone with personality, you don't get a personality in football now. Yeah. And the ones that do get vilified, you know, so like Grealish. Grealish is a cocky little shit, but... I've I've interviewed Monker, I've interviewed, some, and they were cocky little shits. Um, but they were cheeky, cocky. You know, they were, you know. Yeah. So, I think Dex got a bit of that sort of old school charm about him, and you know the fact that he's twenty two, whatever, 21, 22 You know, there was no, there's no marks out at the team. Dex going to be captain. You know, he's he's twenty one years old, man. You know, he's like he's got like yeah uh fabianski he must have managed, he must have captained poland balbuena was corinthians captain you know we had you know we've had some some big players there yep. and Dex are captain and we haven't batted an eyelid just just i find it astounding absolutely astounding how young he is man and just how much i, I
1: think we've just scraped the surface i think there's so much more of him to come <laughs> i don't get i don't understand what other fans don't see that we do, really
0: well. do you know what i was thinking the same thing the other day and then i was talking to a villa fan and they were saying you know that jack Grealish is the best thing since sliced bread and because we see it week in week out 90 minutes we know how good declan rice is they only see yeah. match of the day we only see match a day with aston villa and 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 and, Grealish and the bad bits and maybe the good bits but usually the bad bits I think that's the same with Dexton Rice. Um, we he's again, he's one of these players who does a lot of work that doesn't get put on the highlights reel. Yeah. Um and yeah, we, we know how good he is as a player. We know how good he is. But it happened with Julian, Julian Dix, you know, same same yeah. thing. You know, it's just it's it's your your players. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's it's a frustration that people don't appreciate the fact that he's probably one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Well, he's one of the best midfielders in the Premier League, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely, shadow of a doubt. And him and Sujeck are arguably the best, the best centre, centre midfield pairing in the Premier League at the moment. Yeah,
1: better.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, okay. So we put Carrick and Rice. That's a tasty midfield. Those two. Um, let's let's go. Go on, you, you go. Who's next? Who's next, Ray? Go on, you
1: pick man. Let's go attacking midfield before we start on the strike force. Because I quite like him. so attacking midfield, Frank Lampard for me. Another Frank again, Lampard. another youth prospect that come through, and like. I was, I was so supportive of Frank, and I know a lot of fans got on his back because of Ari Redknapp and Frank Lampard yeah. team, and I, I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand it, why they hated him so much. Because um, yeah. every time I saw him play, I thought I thought he was playing really well. You know, every youngster makes mistakes. Um, I thought I thought he played really well. And I, I remember being at the game where, do you remember when the lights went off? And Frank scored. Uh, I trying to remember. It was a penny, wasn't
0: it? you scored a penny. I want to say, was it Crystal Palace? I can't
1: remember. It happened a lot, didn't we? It happened a lot, yeah. quite. It happened a
0: lot. <laughs> it it right? quite a... <laughs> it happened quite a bit when we weren't doing very well, as well. So, mm, I think we were we <laughs> really losing at the time? Or something like that? Quite possibly, but yeah. um yeah. yeah, I remember that time. I remember. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah. I, I was like, oh, it was such a crazy atmosphere at the time. I just as he scored as well ah oh. and i just love frank uh, and when you when i saw the video of um him getting slated by the fan i was like what are you doing yeah we, i'm just in front of him it's like i know Okabeo the other day i had a, didn't have the best game for against west uh, against man united and cup. you don't hmm. go slating him you, you help him nurture him it's his first ever game uh, i don't know what i'd be like if i played my first ever game at, at old trafford against your old against your old club as well i think yeah. you know
0: people forget you know it's 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 a huge thing for him and you know and uh i think other Becco. yeah it was. yeah and again it's one of these things where it's all about perspective i think simon jordan made a really good point about him saying you know if yeah. he'd started and got 60 minutes no one would have batted an eyelid yeah so anyway. Uh yeah, but I know yeah, Frank, I know what you mean. It's one of those things he was unfortunate. But you know, we've had we've interviewed like lots of ex-players and and they'd all pick Frank in their team because he would just work so hard on the training field. He yeah. knew that the fact that his dad <laughs> and his uncle and he knows that and he's and his uncle and his and both of them his dad particularly knew that was the case. So so he trained twice as hard as everyone else. So he was there on his own merit, and it must have been hard for him. I know he's, I know, you know, the way he left and stuff like that, and you know, he's vilified because of that, but it must have been hard, you know, it must have been hard for him, you know, having people assume he's only there because of his dad and his uncle. Um, and to be fair, he was there on his own right, and and they knew that. So, uh, yeah,
1: all right, we'll put Frank Jr. in. Uh, I kind of hope Frank comes back as manager one day, just to like really. Yeah, I, I, I want him to come around, turn it all around, and then, you know, be part of the West End family again. You know, I, I didn't like the fact that Harry and Bonzi had that heated argument and then not resolved it. So I kind of want yeah, them to bring it all to a close. And, you know, same with Frank. I want him to come back, you know, after this era of Moyes and c- come be our manager and, you know, show us the passion that we we kind of missed in the related years that he had
0: yeah okay yeah fair enough why not i mean yeah i mean i guess
1: yeah a range
0: of things have happened at sea ray but you never know man you never know as i said uh yeah i mean i think i I, you know again someone like frank i think the whole chelsea thing he was hard done by with chelsea i think he was always going to be in there for 18 months yeah i don't think Abramovich ever saw him as the manager he was almost like a caretaker manager yeah. he couldn't get anyone decent he, decent just repeat, but he couldn't get any big name to come in who wouldn't who couldn't spend any money yeah. um so he was always gonna be a hiding to nothing i think but you know he, he did a good job and you know and, and again you know you say you know he's like it's no matter what people say about him he, and i know the fact that he had to invest in sort of the youth so to speak but that's a real west ham thing you exactly. know getting the kids yeah. in and playing with the kids i'm going to get filled for that as well but you know everything's objective now you know it's like you know it, you know you look at people you know hated pyatt and then everyone loves him now because of the time he gave us and yeah. you know you know we'll see we'll have him he can be the backroom staff of paul ince and jermaine defoe
1: there we go yeah i'd <laughs> I, I love to defoe. like Defoe's not my my t- my squad But um i love defoe i really i really liked him and yeah no i think i did i mean he was probably I mean, our most. Na- not, I? I think yeah. he's an agent that fucked him over to be honest yeah so.
0: and i think but he's come out and apologized about that Any really and yeah. i think he he was on most the most natural striker we've had since tony cotty um and again you know he's still doing the still doing it for rangers you know what i mean so was steven gerrard who we all hated because of 2006 so you know we hate everyone at the moment we still hate everyone yeah. So we get and what we do we get and then we'll get big sam to be director of football this is working out perfectly Ray. i think um, well i'm out with big sam i'm out with big sam sorry <laughs> Good luck. i'm out i'm out uh dragon's Den Style. right okay let's put frank in um who's next then Ray? who's next man
1: um so let's go joe cole on the right wing i'll put him on the right wing joey cole um where's joe Cole? and where is joe yeah. Cole? There he is. It is. There Cole. he is. Joe yeah. Cole. I absolutely loved, adored him. You know, I remember seeing him um on TV doing like clips when he was youngster and just grab the ball, turn the spin, yeah, and uh, away. Um like I remember the um the guy who was interviewing going, Wow, that was amazing. Did you just do, did you guys not just This is actually perfect? To the point, and like ever since there again, Mourinho screwed him over. Like, I don't care what anyone says, even Joe Cole says, No, Mourinho taught me all this. Blah, blah, blah. Mourinho screwed him over. He had the best natural talent I've ever seen in a western yeah. shirt. And you know, the back of the day, which some of my favorite shirts were the big, big shirts that used to look yeah. like a on him. Um,
0: they did, they did, they never fitted him properly, either way. They were like, you know. I, I like those shirts I,
1: love, yeah. <laughs> I kind of need them more now because uh, that's what i mean it's like in
0: hindsight <laughs> i could have bought a few more then to be honest and uh i've been all right now yeah. it's like now now double xl is not a double xl it's, it's, it its isn't i'm sorry um it isn't but yeah they he looked
1: so they, they just dwarfed him didn't they those shirts yeah yeah so i i again i used to love joe cole and um i, I was i was kind of lucky because i used to work at time and when i was like a bar suit, yeah, it. time and envy. God, I live yeah, in yeah. church. There we go, yeah. And uh, we have all the West Ham players come in, and then mm. like we we had like the VIP bar, so I was, go- I went onto the VIP bar and just I asked this guy to move out of the way because I didn't recognize him. And then the barmaid was like, Hey, that's Joe Cole. I looked, so I was like, That's not cool. I looked, it, it was when he bleached his there Oh, I- no go <laughs> cool. uh, I, I just, I just and uh, I, I did not want to be a, too much of a fanboy but I was, I was like I go, come on.
0: yeah um, I yeah. think you've got to be when you've seen go cold or any of those you know when, when you've met you yeah, yeah, idols and, you know, as you said, I mean, they, they, they knew it was going to happen. I mean, they have gone to really time and envy in Romford, they ain't gone to like, you know, string, not string for us, but they ain't gone to like, you know, kind of whites or whatever, you <laughs> right. know, uh, and so, it's, you know, what they saw and what they expect, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think he was, I think, and actually I was listening to a, one of these podcasts he does with Tom Davis uh, the other day and, and he was talking about himself as a footballer and he says, you know, and he basically said that he was a, he was a street footballer. That's what he was. was always a street footballer and on that basis the time he was most a street footballer was at west ham so it must have been his best time you know hopefully we're getting we're getting joe on soon hopefully um probably next month and so it's one of the questions i want to ask him about that because i just think it's it's it'd be interesting to see i know he'll play the the party line and say oh yeah mourinho but come on joe yeah you know, you love the time at West Ham better, um. But yeah, we, yeah, he was brilliant running, and I mean, you know, and also the pressure of the lad. You know, we knew about him as fans from about 12, 13 onwards. Yeah. You know, but like, fucking, I mean, as not even a teenager, and he's got that pressure on him. Yeah. Um. That must have played on his mind as well. But we'll we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, Ray. One day we'll find out. But, okay, Joe, Joey's in. So we got Frank, got Frank, got Joey on the on the right. Who's gonna go? Are you gonna go one on the on yeah. the left now?
1: Yeah, go on. We got on the left and um put because you know this guy only stayed with one season but he had the best season ever Tevez after that and, oh, awesome. and when he yeah. scored and when he scored into the crowd oh, mate i was just so, so happy then and like it was just so buzzing oh, can't believe it it was, yeah, it was the best time ever and yeah yeah he went on so it's like brahma but i don't think brahma would be able to jump into an empty crowd right now but like it got to the point where he's got to score he's got to score he's got to yeah. score. and then it, you know, just see the relief that comes off the player when he does score jumps into the crowd and like oh yeah I'm, of-
0: I'm exactly the same with you in terms of brim Rama. you know it, it, there's a lot of parallels there with tevez in that you know and actually i think their a little bit up the level so to speak because i mean tevez when he came in i remember when he first started he was he he was pretty shit you know he was like he was trying he was everywhere well he? he was just like a headless chicken just yeah. running around a bit like when ben rama started he was doing tr- all the tricks and stuff in like the penalty box it wasn't working and then curves went look just stay up front we'll kick the ball to you and then you will do your stuff and you're right he sort of he was hitting the bar i remember him the goalkeeper of the other team would always have an absolute worldie against him and she said, "When that goal came in, just a relief." And we've had like, um, who'd be? I think it might be Anton. I think it was Anton Ferdinand said that, you know, talking to Carlos after that game, that's when he knew what being a West Ham fan was all about. Yeah, it sounds really like it's really emotional. But that that's, that was the game, and then he became this legend. legend. Yeah, absolute legend. Considering, as you said, considering he he only was there for a season, the the effect he had on the team. On the fan base was you know and and himself i think you know he was saying um there was an interview a few months ago saying the only team he'd go back to europe for would be west ham yeah i'd be like be sure you know you've you've played for juventus you've won trophies at city and united but no you want to go back to chad will be chad away would be rush green now Um, (laughs) he'll turn up thinking what's going on here (laughs) (laughs) it's a tollgate? uh no you know yeah. you're not there now not Cheddar now right? you're, you're rush green he's like yeah, yeah but yeah but i know t- where, where t- i didn't know the mo from getting there from the moby dick pub no it's all right don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> what's this golf course is moby golf oh, you know, no one's going to care about this unless they know robford and hall church area yeah. yeah but yeah no he was it was, was great wasn't he carlos and the the whole yeah. thing around him signing and it was just a, 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 a crazy
1: time at west ham crazy time um I think it was his. I think it was just his work rate that really. Yeah. I loved it. I, you know I, I, you can see that there's a player there, and it's just like, it, as you said, he, he grabbed the ball like halfway and just try and do everything, and he was just, just, he was trying. Uh, uh, you know, West Ham fans do love a tryer, don't they?
0: God loves a try, and West Ham fans do love a try Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. We do, and there's just something. Yeah, it was something special about him, wasn't he? And you know talking to a lot of players ex players about you know what was it like as a player you know you turn up to shadow reef and these two like argentinian internationals turn up and they were like just football in it it's just yeah.
1: football." <laughs> it's
0: like what would you expect it's like oh yeah very true well that was probably the first i remember getting like loads of like i remember like the my my boss i was in the office and then it came up with a ticker that they'd signed and he was like slapping him on the back yeah oh, well done russ i was like yeah <laughs> I, I was clearly integral to the negotiations there was me kia and uh Scott duxbury all three of us in a room and I, I got it all sorted but uh yeah no he was a top top guy to There's some great stories about him and, and how he tried to integrate with the players and stuff but uh didn't didn't, didn't, didn't learn the language he never never learned the language he, he, he um he always had a uh interpreter with him there we go. Interesting story now. Uh, right. Okay. So we've got uh, Coley, Lampard, Tevez. Uh, I think there's one more
1: spot. One Striker. More spot. Striker. Yeah, my... <sighs> it, was a, it was a tough call, but there was this one player that took it for me, and his finishing was unreal. And I, I, I'm, I was gutted for him when he got injured at England. And, you know, I was just, it, he, he had so much potential to be. Alan Shearer for West Ham but if you haven't guessed Dean Ashen yeah you're, you're, you're totally right you're totally yeah. right Ray, in terms of him man you're totally right he was it was the finish that he did that I just didn't understand he, how he got to it yeah, yeah. Um. when he done an over a kick and I was
0: like oh my God. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you United. But I think he was always plays players he's just like you're right he was just I don't know how you know firstly how he ended up being at West Ham because yeah. he was that good. You know, no disrespect to West Ham at the time. He was that good. He could have easily walked into another team. Um, we took a chance with him. And you're right, he was just like the most, I still think he's the most complete striker or most complete forward I've seen at West Ham ever. He could do yeah. it all. The man could do it all. You know, the he, he was tall enough to hold it up. You know, he was basically Sebastian Haller and Antonio rolled into one. The best bits of both. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he had a bit of a turn of paste as well, didn't he, to get past people. Um, but, yeah, it was just a typical, typical way of standing, isn't it? You know, we want him to do well, we want him to get, do well to get into Euro, into the England team. They do, and then he gets crocked by arguably the smallest player ever to play for England. <laughs> right?
1: What was he doing? It was Sean
0: right Phillips, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I still can't watch. And if he comes on telly, I can't watch it. It's really yeah. weird. I, I have to I, I can't watch anything with Sean White Phillips on. It's just really bizarre. I just I, I it's an irish, an irrational hatred of the man. And you know, he was he wasn't doing it deliberately or anything like that. It was just uh yeah, it was it was a shame. It was nice for him to come back from the Martin Noble testimonial and yeah. to score that goal, just to show his still had in his locker and to show his family still no. did it. No, I I loved Dean Ashton. I thought he was um a phenomenal player. And what he could have been, what could have been, you know what I mean? Happens a yeah. lot of West Ham, doesn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: So sort of yeah. what could have been. Him and him and Bellamy, yeah, they could have been a fantastic striking force together.
1: Oh, sad times. I know. Sad. We get so close but just like our bubbles, they fade and die.
0: Just like our dreams, they do fade and die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean look, that's 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 the team. That that's the team. That's that's not a bad that's story. Bad. Look at that. That'll be first first of match today. day. Uh yeah, that's 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 strong man. That's strong man. That, really? That's not even a expensive team, is it really? Most of that is our youth, right? That's what I mean. Most of them come through the youth. Um, you know, and we've got uh we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, we've got seven England internationals if we if we count Ashton. Um, yeah. you know, you know, obviously Martin, Alvin, Rio, glenn Carrick, Declan, Joe Cole, Lampard. We've got Ashton. We've got obviously Tevez, Julian. Yeah. You know, should have been an England international. And then Ludo. God bless Ludo. Well God bless Ludo. Yeah. So he brought back the uh, the. Scr- I, I got criticised Ray for not doing this, doing the team sheet thing on the pitch thing. No. So I brought it back just to shut everyone up or anything. Right. <laughs> there we go, Ray man. It's been lovely chatting to you, buddy. I have really yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. Thoroughly enjoyed. It. Thank you so much, man. And obviously, thanks everyone for watching or listening. Uh, whether you're listening on uh, YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcast or whatever, whatever it's give it a like, give it a share. And for myself and from Ray, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get your jabs. Come on, you Irons, and we'll see you again very, very. Come on, you Irons, we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye bye.
1: Podcast Network.
0: 18 plus.